welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. Uh, today, we're going to look at uh, anchor verse found in Ephesians chapter uh, 3, verses 20 and 21. It's going to be two of them, and I want to let you know it's a late edition. Last week, uh, Lisa Turkhurst took the verses that I was going to do this week. So I was like, well, I'm changing that sermon. All right. So this is a late edition. So I'm adding this as another anchor verse. And uh, it's been interesting. Uh, I've asked people in our church, what are the anchor verses that got you through, that have helped you in life, that help you understand God, get you through the t- tough times, help you celebrate in the good times? And uh, we've also been looking at uh, this list. If you don't know, there's the 100 most uh, looked up verses by Bible Gateway. And this is number 57. So I just want you to know this is number 57 of the 100 most uh, looked up or researched uh, verses in the Bible. So Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. That's the verse. That's the two verses. And I want to read it to you in the Amplified verse uh, version. It says, Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now, my goal with these anchor verses today is for you to get these verses in you, and I want you to pray bigger after you hear this sermon. My goal is for you to pray bigger. My goal is also that you would worship deeper, and I pray that you would live stronger. I'm praying that that's what happens when we get this. And these these two verses are ones that you need to get into you before anything happens. And I call these two verses really after the fact anchor verses. How many know what I'm talking about? After the fact. It's like you're headed into a crisis and you're heading into an obstacle. You need a miracle. You're praying for something for God to do. And then he does what the Bible says, way more than you asked for, way more than you thought of, way more than you could ever imagine. And you're kind of like, that's right. That's just like that verse. And it's after the fact, but it reminds you of who God is and what he's done. And I'm praying that you'll get this one in you so that you'll pray bigger. Again, you'll pray in a way realizing, God, I'm praying, but I'm sure it's way too small. And you're going to do way beyond what I thought, way beyond what I asked for. And I'm just believing you, God, and I want this to elevate and lift us up. Robert Murray McShane, he was a Scottish minister. He said, God will either give you what you ask for or something far better. I believe that. I believe this. And we want to get this verse into us. And in the book of Ephesians, the Apostle Paul is giving view after view of God. And he's talking to them. And in chapters 1 through 3, the Apostle Paul is giving them um, doctrine and teaching. He's giving them doctrine and teaching. And in chapters 4 through 6, He's giving them ethics and practices, like ways to live it out. And I love that the first half of Ephesians is, here's what to believe. And then the second half of Ephesians is, here's how to behave. 
Here's what to believe. A lot of us love that part. Here's how to behave. We, we got to do both. And I think that should be a sermon. Believe and behave. Believe and behave. The, a lot of problems would be solved if we behaved with the things we believe. Now, this is a, a, in, the, in chapter 3, these two verses are like a doxology. It's like a short expression of praise to God. And the Apostle Paul is writing this with emphasis. He's like, God is able to do exceedingly more, super abundantly. It's like he is excited writing this. There's emphasis all over this passage, all over these verses. And so I want to take them apart little by little and just teach it to you and help you to understand it more. Again, to get us to pray bigger and worship deeper and to live stronger. The first uh, part of this verse says, now to him who is able, now to him who is able, um, a better way to say it would be now to the one who has all power. Now to the one who has all power, he has unlimited power. Again, this is an anchor verse that should lift us up. The one that has all the power, all the power he needs, more than we could ever imagine. He has so much power, unlimited power. Martin Luther said, your thoughts on God are too human. They're way too human. He has all this power. He's so big. And God has divine ability. And we've got to stop making God so small. May this verse help us to understand that he has all power. Now to the one who is able, the one who has the power. There's a few other verses that if this is the anchor verse, these other verses are like chain links in, in the chain that's lowering this anchor verse into us. There's Isaiah 59.1. Uh, it just reminds you of this. Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. I'm reminded like uh, God has all the power. His arm is not too short. He can reach to me. One translation says, has my arm lost its strength? No, it hasn't. I'm powerful. Another chain link in this one, if you will, is Jeremiah 32, 17. It says, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and your outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. Like, he has all the power. And how many just started singing that song when I read that verse? Nothing is too difficult for thee. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we had really cheesy songs when I was growing up. <laughs> they have good theology. I'm just going to say that. They are really cheesy, though. And he, he determines the number of stars. He names them. He commands the sun to come up, and it comes up. I mean, he, he, there are so many things. He's so powerful. And we've got to realize this. The one who has the power, to him, to the one who has everything we need, he is not short of power. The one that knows when the sparrow falls to the ground, the one who can do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ask or imagine. He's, he's the one we're praising right now. He's the one that we're worshiping. And the Bible says this, now to the one who is able to do immeasurably more, immeasurably more. And super abundantly would be the word, or immeasurably more, or there's all sorts of different ways that we've tried to translate this. The Apostle Paul actually like puts something together that wasn't even together. It's like he's making up words and making up you know, things so that these superlatives, because he's like, even the language can't even under, you can't even understand. The language doesn't give me enough freedom to even say what I want. So I'm making these things up. And he's saying, God has so much more, so much more. He's, he's going to do immeasurably more, immeasurably more, above and beyond. 
And I'm just reminded that uh, I've prayed too small. I believe too little. I, I've just kept God as too small. And he's like, I will do immeasurably more. Immeasurably more. Uh, think about that. When we go to prayer, when we go to God, when we're facing a crisis and we're asking God, he's like, I'm going to do immeasurably more. It, you can't even fathom where I'm going with this. And I'm reminded of this, and I've shared it before, but it's just seared in my mind. Um, when I start making God small, he's like, I'm going to do immeasurably more. I'm going to do more than you. I'm, I'm, I've got way more. I'm, I'm going to do so much. It's going to blow your mind. I can do so much more. Pray bigger. He reminds me of when I was a child and my grandfather took me to uh, Ben Franklin back in the day. That was the candy store. And my grandfather would go in and he said, do you want candy? And I'm sure my mom and dad hated this. But he'd say, do you want candy? We're like, yep. And we'd take one piece. He's like, oh, you like bit of honey? We're like, we like bit of honey. He'd take handfuls and throw them in the cart. He goes, what else do you like? We're like, oh, this is awesome. And he would do immeasurably more, so much more that my, we fed the neighborhood. You know what I mean? It was, and, and God's like, I have handfuls. I am going to do immeasurably more than what you're thinking. You're thinking way too small. And then Paul says to the one who has the power to do immeasurably more than we could ask or think. And I put these together because some say ask or imagine. And I like, when I say this verse, I'll say he's going to do more than we ask or we think or imagine. The Amplified says he can do more than what our prayers are, our hopes or our dreams. And, and I, I just believe this. It's God's saying, I'm going to do more. You're asking for this, and I'm going to do more than you could ask for, more than you could hope for, more than you could dream for. And some of you need to get a hold of this. You think like God's being stingy. No, he's got more than we could ask or hope or dream for or imagine for. In the Bible, Abraham says, I just want a son. And God's like, I'm going to make you father of a great nation. Look up at the stars. That's your descendants. You're just asking for a son. I'm letting you know you're going to have descendants, like as many as the stars. Jacob at one point was saying, God, will you just give me enough bread to eat and, and enough uh, clothing? And God's like, I've got all sorts for you. You're going to be blessed in ways you can't even imagine. You're going to have herds and herds of animals. You're going to have blessing. You ask for just enough food to get by and enough clothing. I've got all this for you. The sick that came to Jesus, they'd say, can I get healed? He's like, you're going to get healed and I'm going to forgive you of your sins. They didn't even think to ask for it. No, can you forgive me my sins? He's like, I, I've got this. You just asked for healing. I've got more. The thief on the cross, remember me, remember me. And God's like, not only am I going to remember you, you get paradise. The prodigal son, think about the prodigal son, the story that Jesus talks about. He's like, I'm not even worthy to be your son. I'm not even worthy. And, and the father's like, no, here's a robe. Here's a ring. Here's a feast. Here's a party, like, and your son. I'm going to give you way more than you even asked for. And I just believe this. I believe that God does it this way. God gave me more than I was asking for in this church. And I just want to point this out to you. Um, it was 1997, and I was at a, a prayer service. It was a revival going on in Florida. And I was there at this revival and I remember I was at this revival and they prayed for me. And when they prayed for me, I fell out under the power of the Spirit. I literally was laid out at the altar praying. And I started to intercede for this church. And as clear as can be, I can remember that day, I was there in that service and I was praying for our church. We were only two years old as a church. 
We had started in Rosemount, right on the border of Rosemount and Apple Valley. And as I was there praying in the presence of God, the presence of God was so strong. And he, and he asked me to pray for our church. And I saw the map of Minnesota and I started praying for Rosemount, Apple Valley. That's all I prayed for. That's all I was asking for. And then God, in this moment of prayer, started taking me and making me pray for other cities in our state. And I kept arguing like, no, God, I'm pastor in Apple Valley, Rosemount. Like, you should know this, like you're God, like I'm arguing with God, right? And, and he had me praying for different places and I'm praying for Faribault and I'm praying for other places and I pray and the whole time I'm like, I'm arguing, but as he'd say, pray for this, I obeyed and I prayed for that. And then I'd go back to Apple Valley and Rosemount area and then he'd take me to another city and I'd pray and, and, and I prayed and then it was praying for the nation and then it was praying for the world. And when I got up from that time of prayer, I told the staff that was with me, I said, it was the most intense time of intercessory prayer and I was asking God to give us the people and to give us a church that would grow and thrive and reach people in Apple Valley and Rosemount and he kept taking me to other cities and I kept bringing them back to where we were and, and, and he kept taking me to other things and then I saw it going across the nation and, and, and they looked at me like, I don't know what that means. And I don't know. See, multi-site hadn't been thought of yet. And then one of the guys says, are you gonna... Are, are you going to move a lot? You know, and I was, I don't I hope not, you know. I hope not. Didn't even understand. God was giving me more than I could ask or imagine or even think or dream about. It didn't even make sense to me. And God's like, I'm having you ask right now for Crosstown and City and Woodbury and Faribault. And how many know you start naming? It's like you name your kids, you might forget one, you know. And, and Egan and Shakopee and all of them, like, and Eswatini. And did I forget any? Come on. Minatrista. How could I forget? I didn't even know Minatrista existed. I didn't even know to pray for you back then. Did I forget anybody else? How many know? Online. Online, little did I know. Little did I know, God's like, you're asking, you're asking too small. I need you to ask for more than you can imagine or think. And I walked away from that moment, a deep intercessory prayer in that moment. And I, I just was like, you, I was limiting you. I was limiting you. And now, now I'm praying all over. I'm praying. We had a, a brainstorming session. I'll never forget. Where do you think God could put a River Valley campus? And somebody said North Korea. And we all started laughing. And then we went, Maybe. Why don't we pray? I'm starting to meet people. We had somebody in our staff meeting this week that is part of our church in Miami. She came here for our all staff. Just wanted to come up and see the church. I'd never seen you before. She's like, I'm in. I'm part of this church. We have people, again, South Africa and Germany and, and, and California and uh, all, all throughout Florida. I, I'm just blown away. We're asking so small. And God's like, I want to give you more than you could ask for. I want to give you more than you could think about. I want you to give more than you could have an imagination for. I want, you to, I want you to dream bigger, and I'm praying that we'll dream bigger. One preacher said, our prayers are limited by our needs because we don't need everything. And so we just, okay, we just pray for this because I'm limited by my needs. And so I pray only according to my needs. And I'm like, why don't we pray for other people's needs? 
So one, he said, our, our prayers are, are limited by our desires because we're not interested in those things, so we don't pray for it. We're, our, our prayer is limited by our faith because we, we just have a limit. And so God's like, come on, increase your faith. Believe we, we're, we're limited by our comprehension. Again, in that prayer that I had with God, I was limited by my comprehension and I couldn't understand. I was praying for places, but I was like, how's this ever gonna happen? How in the world would this little tiny church on the, on the border of Rosemount and, and Apple Valley ever gonna reach all these cities and do all this? My comprehension couldn't even get to it. And I was limiting. And I'm saying, let's pray bigger prayers. Let's believe God for more. Let's believe that God will give us more than we ask for. And then I think about this. In Psalms chapter 2, verse 8, it says, Only ask and I'll give you the nations as your inheritance. The whole earth is your possessions. I want to ask bigger. I want to ask for God, give us the nations. Give us the 500. Give us the people that are going to all the world. Give us, like, we're dreaming bigger because we know you have all the power. One time when we had that chapter during soap, Psalm chapter two, and I said, it said, ask me and I'll give you the nations. And I went to Wikipedia. I said, list of nations. And I prayed for every, I wrote it out in, in my journal. I wrote out every single, I said, we're asking for every single one of these. And then I was like, well, territories, well, territories too, and provinces. And all, we, I just asked for it all. If he says to do it, I'm doing it. We need to pray bigger. We need to pray and let it align with the fact that God wants to give us more than we can ask, more than we can think, more than we can imagine. Andrew Murray, South African writer, said this, beware in your prayers above everything else of limiting God, not only by unbelief, but by fancying that you know what he can do. Expect unexpected things above all that we ask or think. Each time before you intercede, be quiet first and worship God in his glory. Think of what he can do and how he delights to hear the prayers of his redeemed people. Think of your place and privilege in Christ and expect great things. That's how I want to live. That's how I want to live this life. I want to say, God, I expect great things. You can do so much more than we could ask, imagine or think. I, I, I pray for a greater imagination. Like, okay, God, how can we do that? How can we, let, I pray for God. Let's do that. Let's, let's think bigger. Now, a lot of you might be thinking like, well, that's great, Pastor Rob. Those are, those are for the church. What about in my life? I'm telling you for your life, your life. He wants you to be asking and praying and believing God that he's going to get you through to the other side. Some will say, well, you can't save that relative. Why are we praying that way? Well, you can't get me through that. No, I, I'm praying that. I'm praying in faith, believing. And I think about people uh, stepping out in faith and believing for miracles and healings and deliverance and breakthroughs and, and things to be broken. I just am believing, God, let's increase our faith. Let's increase our prayer expectancy and say, God, we want to believe for more. I believe for whoever's here saying like, again, that's all great. It works great for the church but will it work in my life? Will it work in my life? I believe this. This is, it says, according to his power at work in us. So Paul brings it back. He's saying God's gonna do more than we can ask, imagine, or think according to his power that is at work in us. What does that mean for us? It means that right now, God is working in you, and if you're facing something that is there, you're saying, I need uh, to get over this addiction, this habit, 
this struggle, God's power is at work in you, and it's at work in such a way that he could do more than you could ask, imagine, or think, and there's victory on the other side. There's victory for you to get through to the other side. It means that if you're facing something that looks impossible and you're saying, God, your power is at work in me and I'm desiring for you to do something here, I, I believe that you can get me through, through the impossible to the other side. That's for every single one of us. His, his power is at work in all of us and it's, it's the same power. It's the same power that's doing all these amazing things around the world at work with each one of us. And we're saying, God, I pray that you would do exceedingly above whatever I could ask or think or imagine. And then he says, to him be the glory in the church in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And whenever he does that, whenever he does a forever and ever like that, amen, he's saying forever and ever for infinity beyond anything we could ask anything. And for this generation and the next generation and the next generation, Paul's saying, it's there. It's for all of us. He's saying, I'm believing for you. And so I'm praying right now that we'll grab hold of this and that we'll start asking God for things that would be way beyond what we've ever imagined. I'm asking that we would not have a give up attitude towards the things that we're believing for, that we'd grab hold of the scripture and say, God, I'm going to believe you for more. I'm going to stand on your promises. I'm going to believe this. I'm going to ask. I'm going to dream bigger. And I'm going to imagine. I'm going to ask you to do two things. We're going to pray in just a moment here at all of our campuses. And I want us to have that moment of prayer. But I want us to just take a moment and start thinking about the things that we've said are impossible, are too big, are never going to change, are just they, they can't it can't switch it can't change or we've asked too small and I want us to increase our faith to believe God for more and I'm praying right now that we would have that faith in all of our campuses and we would just take a moment each of our campus pastors would lead us in that and then we'd have that time of just worship saying God we will worship you we'll praise you because you you're going to help us to get to dream bigger to pray bigger more than we could ask imagine or think So I want you to just think for a moment, what are the things in your life that you have been too small on? You've thought, God can't do that. God can't give that to us. God can't make that happen. I just believe there are people even that are thinking like, we can't have a child. And you've put that in the, that's never going to happen. I believe that you need to put that in something that God could do beyond what you could ask, imagine, or think. I believe there's people that are like, he can't, that person's too far gone. You need to put that back into what God can do beyond what you could ask, imagine, or even dream of. Dream bigger. Pray not only will God save them, God will send them as part of the 500. I'm praying right now. So here at all of our campuses, and I want them to do this at all the campuses with all the campus pastors make their way out up to the stage. I want us to take a moment of prayer. I want us to take this time right now and for us to pray bigger. I want us to pray bigger than our needs, bigger than our desires, bigger than our faith, bigger than what we've had and say, God, help us to believe you for more. So right now here, God, I'm praying for us to believe for more. I'm praying for us to believe for those things that are way beyond what we thought. I pray against doubt. I pray against things that say that we've got to pray small. I pray against things that say, um, 
you're not going to do it for me, but you'll do it for others. I pray right now that you would help us to pray bigger prayers. I pray that we would see nations open up. I think of when I was younger in school and I, people said Russia would never open up. And then Russia opened up for the gospel. And we, we prayed for Russia to open up. And people laughed at us when we were in school. They laughed. They said, Russia's communist. It's not going to open up. And yet it opened up and the things changed. And so I'm praying right now and interceding for North Korea that people would find you as Lord and Savior and the church would blossom and bloom there and places would see you as, people would see you as Lord and Savior. I'm praying for countries that say it's impossible for people to get into that they'd open up. I'm praying for new churches to start, for new campuses. I'm praying for the fire that was there in me as you brought me to city to city to city. New campuses would be birthed and we would pray for bigger things. And we just take a moment now in this place and we pray. We pray in this moment right now for things that are on our mind, in our family, in our life, in our job, in the situations we're facing. And God, we pray that we would realize you are the God that does more than we could ask, think of, imagine. And we would pray bigger prayers right now. So in this moment, God, in this time together, I just pray we'd each individually do that now and pray for those things. Pray for those things.